Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to another podcast with your host, me, Autumn Brueger. I am so, so, so glad you're here. I'm so glad you decided to listen today. Um, yeah, let's just get right into it today. So today I'm going to be talking about finances and how God wants to be involved in your finances. Um, my notes today are from a book called God's Creative Power, God's Creative Power of Finances by Charles Caps, and I absolutely love this book. I have the gift collection, which is like God's Creative Powers, all of the books in one, and it is my absolute favorite book ever. I love it. It's so, so good. So I'm going to be sharing from that today. Um, so I'm like I said, be talking about finances and like, okay, you're probably thinking as a teenager, how do you know about finances? Like you're only 16. What are you talking about? Like, no, I know about finances because the Bible talks about finances. So yeah, I'm t- teaching from the Bible. So that's how I know about finances. Also, I like have money because I have jobs. So that's how also anyway. Um, so like throughout the Bible, we see that God has a lot to say about finances. Um, the currency of the Old Testament was silver, gold, land, crops, herds, animals. Investments were barns filled with hay and storehouses filled with grain. Um, so that was like their currency. You can see that in Genesis 13 too. It says, and Abraham was very rich in cattle and silver and in gold. So that was like their currency. Um, today, obviously, we use paper money, electronic banking, credit cards, debit cards, whatever cash app if that's a form of currency i don't think it is but anyway the results are the same we trade it for what we need and abraham listened to god and god blessed and prospered him he learned the spiritual principles of prosperity firsthand god wanted to be involved in abraham's finances so that little part was from the book god wanted to be involved in abraham's finances and he wants to be involved in yours. Okay, so let's just take a minute and look at the fundamental principles of Abraham's prosperity. So look at like some of the things that Abraham did and how he prospered. Genesis 2, 1 through 4. Let me flip to there. Let me flip there real fast. Should be easy to find because Genesis is the first book of the Bible. Genesis 12, 1 through 4 says the lord said to abraham leave your native country your relatives and your father's family and i will go to the land that i and go to the land that i will show you i will make you into a great nation i will bless you and make you famous and you will be a blessing to others i will cause those who bless you i will cause i will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt All the families on the earth will be blessed through you. So Abraham departed as the Lord had instructed, and Lot went with him. Abraham was 75 years old when he left Haran. So the first um, principle of of Abraham's prosperity was he listened to and obeyed God. God said, go to this place that I'm going to have you live. And Abraham did. So he departed as the Lord instructed. The second one is... In Genesis 12, verse 7, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said, I will give you, I will give you this land and give it to your descendants. That was hard to read. 
And Abraham built an altar there and dedicated dedicated it to the Lord who appeared to him. So the second principle is he honored God who prospered him. So he honored God who prospered him. He gave glory and honor to God. God prospered him. God gave him this land. And he honored God. He didn't just say like, oh, well, now I'm rich. So thanks, God. No, he honored God. He built an altar to him. And we have to do the same thing. We have to listen to and obey God. When God says, I want you to give this, give it. When God blesses you with something, even when you get your paycheck, give glory and honor to God. Because that's exactly what Abraham did. There are plenty of stories in the Bible of people who didn't give glory and honor to God when God prospered them. And they got that taken away. For example, the servant... um, with the one with one talent, you know, he literally just buried it in the ground when God gave it to him and or when the master gave it to him. And when the master comes back, he's the servant says, like, you're a evil man. Why? You know, whatever he says, instead of like giving honor and glory to the master for giving him that. And we don't want our we don't only give God glory to God because we want finances. No, but we God gives us something and we're. I mean, honestly, aren't you grateful that God gives you stuff and you just give glory and honor to him? And I don't know. It's just such a, oh, I don't know. It's so awesome that like God blesses us. He loves us so much and he blesses us. Why wouldn't you give glory and honor to God? He prospered you. I don't know. Just something that's blowing my mind right now. Anyway, the third principle is found in Genesis 13, 5 through 9. Lot, who was traveling with, whoa, got lots of people upstairs. Lot, who was traveling with Abraham, had also become very wealthy with flocks of sheep and goats, herds of cattle, and many tents. But the land could not support both Abraham and Lot with all their flocks and herds living close together. So disputes broke out between the herdsmen of Abram. Abram, actually it's Abram, I've been saying Abraham. It's Abram right now, guys, because his name isn't Abraham. Yeah, so anyway, so disputes broke out between the herdsmen of Abram and Lot. At the time, the Canaanites and the Perizzites, nope, that's not it. Anyway, we're also living in the land. Finally, Abram, sorry guys, this is, names are getting me today. Finally, Abram said to Lot, let's not allow this conflict to come between us or our herdsmen. After all, we are close relatives. The whole countryside is open to you. Take your choice of any section of the land you want, and we will separate. We will separate. If you want the land to the left, then I'll take the land on the right. If you prefer the land on the right, then I'll go to the left. So that third principle is he was generous and avoided strife. God gave this land to Abram or Abraham. God gave the land to Abraham. He didn't say, I'm going to give this land to Lot. And Abram, Abraham, whichever one, he gave it to Abraham. But Abraham said, listen, I don't want to get in a conflict. I don't want to have strife. I don't want to get into arguments. No, you pick your side. If you want the left, go ahead and take it. If you want the right, go ahead and take it. He was very, very generous. You can see that, like, if you read on in verse 10, it said that Lot took a long look at the fertile plains of Jordan in the valley of Zor. The whole area was well watered everywhere. So, like, Lot wasn't very generous or kind or considerate it was abraham's land and he took and lot took the best portion but abraham was generous and avoided strife and god prospered him in that like it didn't matter what side abraham took god still prospered him and like we need to do that with our giving like i don't know just 
you know, if someone asks for your shirt, give them, or if someone asks for your cloak, give them the shirt, your shirt too. Kind of the same thing as like, turn the other cheek, like be generous like God is. God literally gave his one and only son. He was generous. Abraham was generous and God blessed him abundantly for that. The fourth principle is found in Genesis 18. Genesis 18 verse 24 through 33. That says, suppose you find 50 righteous people living in the city. Okay, so I'm just going to like, just kind of skim this. So this is the part where Lot is living in Sodom and Gomorrah, or he's living in Sodom. And God's going to destroy this place. But Abraham says, you know, suppose you find 50, will you take it away? Like, suppose you find 40, what about 45 or 45? You know what I'm saying? It goes down and down and down until it's like, what if there's only... 10 and then god's like okay i won't destroy it if there's 10 and then he kind of finishes but abraham abraham cared about these people right he was the fourth um principle is he was compassionate towards others abraham cared about these people he wasn't like all right lot let's go He was like what if there's only 10 people will you spare the whole city of evil evil people he like he was compassionate and caring towards others and God blessed him for that. Those are the four principles. So I'm just going to read those over again. He listened to and obeyed God. He honored God who prospered him. He was generous and avoided strife. He was compassionate towards others. So if you want God to be involved in your finances and prosper you, you have to honor these principles. You cannot be greedy and truly prosper. There is nothing wrong with wanting to have abundance for yourself or your family, but giving to God and being generous with with others is part of the spiritual law. So like if you want God to be in your finances, if you want your finances to be blessed, and if you want to prosper, you have to give to God and be generous to others. Proverbs 11, 24 and 25 says, though there are those who generously scatter abroad and yet increase more. There are those who withhold more than is fitting or what is justly due but it results only in want. The liberal person shall be enriched and he who waters shall himself be watered. So there are those who like give generously and they increase even more, but there are also those who withhold, like they withhold too much. And the only result for that is want. The on- When you withhold from God and from others, the only result is want. But when you give generously, like you give above and beyond what is expected, you're, you increase even more than you thought you would, right? So like that principle, <clears throat> he was generous and, and avoided strife. It just blows my mind. Abraham had the whole land. He could have said, hey, Lot, why don't you just go ahead over there? He said, pick whatever you want. Obviously, Abraham could probably see, okay, this side has valleys and has rushing waters and fertile soil. But he said, whatever you want, Lot, because he knew God had called him there and God was going to bless him wherever he went. And if you allow God in your finances, because he wants to bless you. God wants to bless you. He does. He really, really does. But there's a part. You have to take part in that, too. Right. God doesn't just want you to like, okay, you can be blessed in heaven, but not on earth. No. 
you he wants you to be blessed on earth and i don't know if this is like really confusing for you my whole point for this is god wants to be in your finances and he wants you to prosper okay because god loves you no matter who you are no matter what your past god loves you so much that he gave his one and only begotten son for you the bible tells us that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life Jesus laid down his life and rose again so that we could spend eternity in heaven with him and experience his absolute best on earth. If you would like to receive Jesus into your life, to receive that heaven on earth experience, to spend eternity with Jesus, pray the following prayer out loud and mean it from your heart. So when I say something, so when I say this prayer, like repeat it after me from your heart. Heavenly Father, I come to you admitting I am a sinner. Right now, I choose to turn away from sin. And I ask you to cleanse me of all unrighteousness. I believe that your son Jesus died on the cross to take away my sins. I also believe that he rose again from the dead so that I might be forgiven of my sins and made righteous through faith in him I call upon the name of Jesus Christ and confess him to be the Savior and Lord of my life Jesus I choose to follow you and ask that you fill me with the power of the Holy Spirit I declare right now, I am a child of God. I am free from sin and full of the righteousness of God. I am saved in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, guys. Right now, there is a literal party going on in heaven celebrating your life. Congratulations. If you said that prayer, um, you can private message me on Instagram at Autumn G. Brueger. You can message me on Facebook at Autumn Brueger. You can send me one of these voice messages on the podcast. I am so, 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 so happy for you. Well, guys, that's all for today. Thank you so much for listening and joining me. I love you guys. Um, Actually, if you have any questions, there is, if you go to the Anchor app, there is a way that you can like voice message questions and I can answer them, do podcasts on them, whatever. Um, I just want to answer your questions and I want to be helpful to you guys. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Have the best day ever.